really niche down on your services, who they're for, um, and that will inform a lot more of what you do because then it'll say, okay, well, that type of person, my ideal client hangs out on LinkedIn, but you're spending five hours writing posts for Instagram. That's a waste of your time. Hello and welcome to the Venture Vibe podcast. I'm your host, Francesca. The Venture Vibe podcast is for those wanting to explore the world of entrepreneurship one venture after another. Whether you're a new entrepreneur, working on a side hustle, or just simply want to learn more, this podcast is for you. Welcome to the podcast, Miriam. I'm so happy to have you here. Thank you for having me. I'm, I'm really excited to be here and um, I love the structure that you're after. Excited Wonderful. to be here. Yay, we're excited to have you. So for everyone who doesn't know who you are, can you just tell us um, a little bit about yourself? Because I know we want to dive right into your entrepreneurial journey, but before we get there, who are you? What's your background? Just let us know a little bit about you. So uh, obviously my name is Miriam. Thank you for having me. I own, at this moment in time, I own Caffeinated Media Solutions, which is a marketing agency in Vancouver. So I grew up in Ottawa. Uh, we moved to Ottawa from Cairo. And like, so desert to the Arctic. Um, that was fun when I was very young. And I thought my life would be a linear trajectory like everyone else, you know, what's expected right. of me. Um, high school, university, marriage, babies fences and puppies and whatever, <laughs> whatever we're supposed to do um, in high school and, and through just my life, everybody that knew me always thought like, I like, I love to argue. Like, I just, I don't know what it is. I just like to debate. I like to argue. And so yes. naturally then everyone says, oh, you should be a lawyer. Right. And your 17, 18 year old brain goes, yes. And so my BA was in criminology and sociology in uh in those early days which still kind of follows me in some way shape or form i'll explain later but yeah my first bachelor's degree or my only bachelor's degree is in criminology um so that's a far cry from marketing and digital media but that's where i started after university i actually i was still thinking about law school but Um, I went to South Korea instead to teach English for a year and it was literally like the most defining year of my life. Yeah. And then, so after Korea, which was insane, I uh, came back to Ottawa and I was like kind of floundering, not sure what's, what I'm going to do next. So there, like the recruiter that had sent me to, that got me a job in South Korea is based here in Vancouver. And there was an email, like a job that came through and I was like, I never, ever, ever thought I would come to Vancouver. I just, I, I just applied. Like I had no plan. I just applied, Okay. but then I got it. So I was like, okay. all right, I guess I'm going to Vancouver. Yes, <laughs> you know? amazing. I guess, like, I, I guess I just, um, if you're the type of person who's like, I'll cross that bridge when I get to it, you yeah. get to see more and do more because I had no plan. Right. My plan was law school. Right. So after that, it was like, all right, all things on the table. It's fine. And yeah, I came out here, worked there for a bit, went to BCIT for broadcast communications, because at this point, I'm like, I, you know, it's no longer a structured profession that I want. I want something to do with communication, because while I was in Korea, this is pre Facebook, you know, pre social media. Right. So what, what I had to communicate with family back home was um, blogger.com. So I started a blog okay. and I would upload my pictures 
I would have to go like you'd have to go find like um, uh, they're quite common back then in, in Korea, but like a this thing called an I don't know it was like a computer room. I forget the term for it, but basically okay. it's just like a business where you go in, you pay for computer time. <laughs> anyway, point is started my blog um, that way, and people started reading it. My friends would actually share it with people I didn't know, and I loved the act of like storytelling. That's where I actually found the joy in writing and storytelling. Yeah, so I, I mean, that's a long story, but uh, communications broadcasting at BCIT, then I started like slowly somehow getting marketing jobs and it became, you know, email marketing or um, working with uh, like realtors on their, at one company, working with realtors on their, how to market themselves differently from their competitors, et cetera. And, and it kind of just built from there. Um, and that company was actually the one to first lay me off. And that is when I first started Caffeinated Media Solutions in 2014. It sounds like you really have a really like healthy mindset around being open-minded and like kind of believing in what's going to like fall in your plate and what's going to come your way. What do you have like a piece of advice for someone who maybe struggles with that? Who's trying to like map out the next five years of their life and instead to try to try and embrace the being I mean, open-minded and seeing what comes your way yeah there is no point in planning like <laughs> you know, yeah I, and it's it's not about platitudes it's not about like don't worry it'll work itself out you know it's like a step-by-step process and I think a lot of it has to do with maybe even growing up with a certain mindset where you know like having immigrate uh, like immigrant parents I mean we were all immigrants my whole family was and yeah. it's like that's a shot in the dark you know that's a shot in the dark that you take for your entire family's like um benefit you don't even like they didn't do it for themselves they're like well we know that there's not going to be that much opportunity here we're going to take the shot in the dark and for them um they just as an example like why my mindset might be the way it is is because um like a lot of my friends who had come from Egypt they or their parents did, what they did was keep apartments there. Like they would have purchased apartments that they just kept there for like when they vacation or when they do this or that or whatever. But my parents didn't, they didn't keep a thing there. And at one point I asked them and my mom had said, um, if you keep something there, it it makes it an option, right? Like, and she's like, we couldn't right. have options. You have to um, make go it exactly go all in. And I taken that, um and it, it meshes with something tony robbins says which now is like my absolute motto which is burn the boats and that's okay. actually from yeah. like a historical spanish reference when the spaniards went to um mexico when they went to uh what is it verdero not verdero that's cuba um mm-hmm. oh my gosh veracruz veracruz oh, yeah. so they came from spain over to veracruz mexico yeah. and their leader whose name i don't remember burned their boats quite literally because he's like now we got now we got to make it we take it over or we don't survive the end right so tony tony robbins says that all the time you got to burn the boats you see that on like shark tank all the time they say like are you doing this full time are you all in because if you're not yeah you know you might not make it and then so that's kind of my mindset where i go all in and I mean, it's not about not having a plan, you know, like you have to have some sort of grand scheme of things. Like 
I kind of work from the end backwards. Like I want this and I have to do this now. What comes in the middle? I have no idea. So let's, let's rewind back to 2014 when you first started caffeinated. What did 2014 look like? What was like the first process or the first step into starting the company? Did you have like a vision of what you wanted to turn it into? So I was just thinking before we, we were chatting in at that company, um, they had hired someone to do some copywriting and her name is Tina Powell and she is a badass woman and she would come in. It was a male dominant. Like it was, I think I, this, that time I was the first female these guys had ever hired at their company. And is this the company you were working for right before you started caffeinated? Exactly. Yeah. In 2012 through 2014. Um, and nothing against them, but anyway, I was the first female they hired and, um, they were like, are you going to be okay with that? I'm like, it's fine. Like chill. Um, I, cause I also worked at like car dealerships here, you know, like I've done, I've done a lot, but, yeah. <laughs> but I was like, it's okay. Anyway, the point is, um, they had hired Tina and she would come in to do copywriting from what I recall, but she just commanded a room. She, they listened to her when she spoke. Mm-hmm. And so closer to at one point or other, I was like, I really want to chat with her. Like I just, she just had something that I'm like, I want that. I want that commanding of a room. So I'd spoken to her. She set me up with a couple of um, her friends who were also female leaders in their own industries to um, speak to me. And she kind of became my mentor. She would take me to like board of trade meetings. And I kind of built my confidence a little bit more in myself that way. And then when they let me go, I contacted her. I said, hey, like they let me go. And she goes, do your own thing. She's just like, do your own thing. And a friend of mine and I were having coffee at uh, on Main Street. And that's when I was like, yeah, I kind of I think I do. I want to start this. And we like spoke about what it could be called. And she goes, well, what do you like? I'm like, coffee, obviously, like that's my thing. And she and then that's how caffeinated was kind of born. Um, but was my mindset, like, I know where I'm going with this. I know exactly what I'm going to offer. It's like, I have this knowledge base from my, from my, uh, from college and from working with these guys, from having worked with realtors and, um, and, you know, you keep up with the times and see like what social media is bringing to the table. And you're like, I can do this for people. I can help them understand, help them market themselves better. So that's how it kind of started. Just this small, tiny idea of, I have this knowledge and no job. <laughs> How am I going to get myself a job um, while I'm like on EI? And, and how am I going to navigate this? It was the first ever time I'd ever been laid off. Um, yeah. And it was really scary, but I got excited at the prospect of like owning this caffeinated media solutions. Like, where is this going? Definitely. So, well, it's a perfect example of turning such a kind of negative, scary time in taking, making the most of it and turning it into something positive. I also really liked you hearing you talk about finding this mentor and sort of mentioning, um, like you just could feel her energy in the room because I think a lot of the time people want to connect with mentors, but they never know who to resonate with. And I find that if it's someone who you've had the opportunity to actually meet in person and not just online, or even, even online, if it's like through a zoom meeting or such, you can like feel someone's energy and it's like if that's what you want like that's someone you're going to work really well with and that's someone who you can like look up to for advice to like move yourself forward so I'm really happy that you touched on that people want to help people and they don't have to be in your exact industry like I'm not a copywriter like her but um 
it was her energy, like you're saying, you know, it was something like, that's what I kind of want to aspire to. I want to walk into a room and have people listen to me because I like my soapbox. I like stalking, you know, talking, not stalking. Kiana came out <laughs> wrong. And, um, and yeah, absolutely. If you have someone that you see not just doing exactly what you want to do, it's, it's not about that. It's not about she has an agency. He has an agency. That's exactly what I want to do. I want to talk to them. It's about more personality and, and getting that kind of um, different industry advice rather than just like pinpoint. And that's why I say there's right. no point in planning. <laughs> right. Yeah. Exactly. You never know who you're going to meet. Yeah. So where, what was the path from caffeinated from 2014 to now where it's 2021? What has, what fill in the blanks from those oh past few God. years? What does that yes. journey look like? In 2014, I like found clients through doing meetups and uh, like on meetup.com and Eventbrite and kind of using whatever was at my, um, uh, whatever resources I could find at the time. Yeah. And, but it wasn't, I wasn't, I think at the same knowledge level or confidence of like, yes, I can do this. I also had some people I think around me that were like, maybe you should just get a job. And I listened to them, you know, um, I got too scared to continue. So I went and got a job. Um, and I worked there for, you know, I worked, so I was always in-house like marketing manager or marketing director Mm -hmm. from like 2015 to 2019. And I was never happy. And listen, by the way, when I say happy, I'm not saying that frilly, oh, we should just be like so happy in what we do. But it was like an innate, like, I don't like Sunday night because I don't want to get up Monday morning. I hate Friday evenings just because it brings me to Sunday. Like it was insane. It was just like, I'm not content. I'm not fulfilled. I'm not, you know, there was nothing in the, in the jobs that I was doing, even though I was doing tons of work and putting my all into it, meeting fabulous people, working with amazing teams. Um, But it was like, sometimes I would work with, a company and they didn't they weren't even clear on what they were doing they're like yeah you're here and I'm like now what like I don't care that you're paying me I mean I yeah. care that you're paying me but like I'm also not doing much so you're either gonna lay me off or I'm gonna quit there's no right. path forward here you know yeah so yeah so I had a couple more you know I had a few jobs um I worked at one two I think three maybe tops four companies between 2015 and 2019 and finally in 2019 2019 was actually worse for me than 2020 and I apologize to everyone whose 2020 was the worst ever but 2019 I had two layoffs back to back and I was at the end of it I was so despondent and so deflated that I was like yeah what is happening there's also the fact that like again personality wise entrepreneurs are just not that good at like doing one thing and if you're working at a job you're kind of even if you're wearing multiple hats you're still in a box and I'm like but I can do this and I could do that and I you know like why don't we do this and why don't we approach this that way and but you can't because you're in your box and you're in your role and there's like office politics and all this stuff. Of course, so, of course, it's still limited control. Okay, I'm kind of, I'm done. Yeah, and it's it's not that I don't like authority, but I like autonomy more. And so, yeah, at the end of 2019, yeah, close to the end of 2019, driving home from, like, it was like an hour or so drive. I think the first call was to my mom. And every time anything happens, my mom was like, good. 
that's good. Congratulations. You know, it was like never, there's never any, um, anything to put me down or make me feel bad about it. It's like, that's good. Now you have all these opportunities ahead of you, you know? Oh, that's so important to have that person. Right? Exactly. And that's what I do for any family or any friends or anybody. If they lose a job, if something bad happens, I'm like, that's one window, find the door, you know, like, I mean, if 2020 hasn't taught everyone that I don't know what Mm -hmm. will, right? Yeah, exactly. So yeah, I was like, I have caffeinated, it's still registered. Let's get this going, start connecting and start building because this is like, I I think I felt like this is it. I can't do this anymore. The idea of going into another interview. (sighs) Yeah. Yeah. And it was like round two (laughs) was a different, a completely different experience for you than starting when you were in 2014 to 2019. Like this time you knew this is what you wanted and you were like jumping in with both feet going into it the second time. Did you feel like very confident obviously you had gained all this more like corporate experience did you feel like you had all the knowledge to start this business and be successful or were you like there's still a gap between what I need to run uh, a media agency do I need do I need to take more courses or upgrade my education in any level did you did you have that thought process or did you just go right into it and see what happened no head first yeah okay because yeah like if you've done enough and you're confident in what you can offer Yes. You're good to go. Now, I'm not saying I I read the journals. I listen to the podcasts. You know, you have to keep up with it. But with digital marketing, if you go back to school and send thousands of dollars, that's fine. Not dissing it. Everyone needs their own path. But Mm -hmm. it's it's the same as, you know, you learn by reading or learn by doing. And I learn by doing. So, you know, I have to keep up with um, the algorithms, you know, you're not going to learn that in school. You're not going to learn how to, you know, be agile and change your business or your posting patterns because Facebook made a change or because Google made a change. You have to kind of do it on your own and keep up with it. Like I'm with all the newsletters with all, you know, I get all the information (laughs) sent to me. Um, Mm. so that, that's kind of where my continued education comes from today with your company, obviously it's 2021, every single company or business needs a marketing strategy or marketing expert. And there are so many different agencies and services out there who kind of offer these different services. How do, does caffeinated stay competitive in, in this market when someone is looking to hire someone, how, how do you kind of differentiate yourself? I'm a solopreneur at this point. I don't have. Um, I, I haven't outsourced anything. I do it all for you. And okay. so when you need me, I will be there. Um, I'm not, and that's why I love working with other solopreneurs because we know, you know, I hate to say I answer texts at 8 PM or 9 PM, but I do like, I, I kind of assess, you assess it and see, and, and okay, fine. I can reply or make changes at 2 a.m. if necessary. Um, Nobody's texting me at 2 a.m., but you know, if I need to hit a deadline, that's the thing, like it's a personal business, it's low overhead, so I don't cost as much. Um, And and yeah, I think for me, it's that connection. I believe in solopreneurs, I've helped people, I've helped clients like start from zero, start a Shopify store, and now I see how they're selling online and I'm so proud of them, you know? Um, It's a continued support too, I don't, drop and roll. Um, you know, if they need me afterwards, I'm more than happy to, uh, to get in touch. And yes, there, there's lots of competition. There's lots of media agencies. We all kind of do it differently too, where a lot of people will say, I'm a social media marketer. 
I'm um, a content writer, I'm, you know, a Google specialist, or I'm right. um, a WordPress, whatever. But for me, because I love variety, I'm like, what do you need? You want one cohesive piece? That's what I do. And you kind of mentioned that your your favorite people to work with are solopreneurs or small businesses. So that's sort of your target client. How do you attract that client? How, how do you talk about your services to them or promote yourself? Because of that whole personal connection thing, I yeah. like networking face-to-face. And right now, obviously, it's a virtual face-to-face, but nonetheless, yeah. don't please, for the love of God, the people that are selling scripts to send 100 people a day through LinkedIn that's not, I don't know what the return is on that, but for right. me, I've invested in masterminds. I've connected, you know, I've, and uh, you know, uh, go into somebody's DMs nicely. It's not always about a sale. It's about connecting uh, human to human first. So you learn about a product. You're like, I love your product. And it's not about like, I always have a secondary motive, but it starts mm-hmm. with like, how can I help you? right? That's just how I network with people. That's how I found my clients. How can I help you? Let's get on a call. Um, Even if they, if they find me through an ad or if they find me through like um, BC, uh, small business BC, uh, I'm there. I'm, you know, I'm all over the place at this point. I do webinars. So I've met people there um, and that's how I connect with people, but it turns into somebody vibes with my energy and they go, okay, I trust you. Like, let's, let's move ahead. So that's, that's what I do. That's how I found my clients. And that's how I hope to continue finding my clients is connecting uh, like human to human. You almost forget it's, it should be common sense. It's like, it's a connection. It's, it's human interaction. It's getting yeah. to know someone. It's seeing how you can provide them value off the bat. And I think people almost just skip that step and jump straight to the sale. And if you're pitching yourself with no prior connection, you're just lacking that foundation to, yeah. to move forward. And I will say, I'm not innocent of this. There are times yeah. where, you know, especially when you're starting, you're like, oh my God, somebody's interested. Okay, yes. I've got to <laughs> write a proposal and send it through right, right away. Right. Whereas <laughs> it should be now, because they, by the way, they never turn out well. It's, and if, they, um, if they're lowballing and you're like, you feel desperate for a client, you'll take it. It doesn't turn out well. Like a hundred percent, it won't turn out well. So instead build that connection. Don't lower, you know, don't lowball yourself for the sake of a, of a contract, Uh, build the connection and then build that trust to be like, to be at a place where it's okay. Well, these are my, these are, this is my cost. These are my fees. Yeah, definitely. So you mentioned that 2019 was sort of, was your 2020. That was your off year. That was your crazy year. But it sounds like that almost was perfect timing in terms of you launched Caffeinated and then all of a sudden the world realized that they needed to be online in 2020. Yeah. So there was such demand to get these websites up and going to get all of these new marketing strategies implemented into these like local businesses. So how, how, what did your 2020 look like in terms of business was what were the ups and downs for you? My mission was to help small businesses get online, get their e-commerce going. Um, So 2020 turned out to be great for caffeinated. I mean, I had a few clients through the entire year, essentially. I was able to help clients, um, with their brand visibility, with getting online at all. Some didn't have a website because they always relied on like um, in-person sales. So um, I'm kind of loving it. Like, is it always easy? It's not, it's not easy, but um, 
I think where the where there's a will, there's a way. And where's that like again, like just I hate to use it again, but the boats have but the boats are gone. <laughs> there's no yeah. there's no going back. And um and so for anyone that's like, I don't know, I'm still on the fence, stay on the fence until you're you're sure yeah. that this is what you want to do. I'm not saying you're sure of the outcome or exactly what you want to do. Just be sure that you're willing to jump. Yeah. That's such good advice. Definitely. With that, I'd like to kind of transition into a little bit of like business advice. Cause obviously our listeners are here because they're interested in starting their own business. Maybe they already have started their own business. They want to learn about the world of entrepreneurship and obviously you have lots to teach us. So maybe for someone who is already in the marketing world and maybe has a somewhat similar story to you, has experience in the marketing world and they want to start their own agency. They know they have the skills to, to provide value to clients. Where do you start? And I know you've talked about, you, you just got to jump in and you just got to believe in yourself and you just got to get started. And I think that is, there's value to that. And that's definitely true. But could you maybe share like two or three steps that you would recommend that they start with? Like what is, where, what is step number one to get themselves started into the agency world? Um, step number one is, and this is as honest as anyone will ever be, I think, look at your bank account <laughs> because if it's not there, it's not there. I'm not saying you need right. millions of dollars in capital to fall back on. I definitely, definitely don't. Yeah. But if you're going to put yourself in financial trouble, mm-hmm hold off. Right. That's like just number one. Cause I mean, a lot of people get themselves in trouble that way. Right. Um, where else do you start? Definitely join some like-minded groups on Facebook, on LinkedIn, start talking to people. And when I say talk to people, it's like, what do I talk to them about? Ask them what they need or if they'll have, you know, a virtual coffee with you or whatever, because, and now, within industry so you can talk to someone like me and be like hey can let's can I just grab a coffee with you and the questions you're going to ask are really critical and the questions will be um okay so I'm opening this agency I have a domain I have a website because I know how to build my own website um where do I get clients well who are you serving so that's like probably number I don't know part of number two Tell me like, if you want me to break it down further, but basically it's like, who are you serving? Like, what are you selling and who are you serving it to? Mm -hmm. Because we're all, okay, we're all in marketing, fine. But for me, my thing is e-commerce. Like I want to work with people who are selling online. Um, You could be online for other purposes. I don't know what they are at the moment, but it's e-commerce, you're making money online. Um, What are you selling? And who's your ideal client? Because if you're selling, I don't know, how to publish your own book, um, you know, how to how to market your self-published book, just as an example, then that's wonderful. But what kind of people are you going to work with? Are you going to work with people like me? I've, I self-published a book, um, but I had it, I did it on like zero dollars. I didn't want to pay anyone for it. So you don't want me calling you. You don't want my time because I'm going to be a waste of your time. Right. You want you want a specific type of person that writes books on this subject matter or this industry matter. They write fiction, they write children's books, whatever it may be. So really niche down. So first, 
get in line with some like-minded groups so that you can bounce ideas off them um, for free on Facebook or LinkedIn. Um, start, yeah, so that's like the networking portion, look at your bank account, and then really niche down about who you're serving. So really niche down on your services, who they're for, um, and that will inform a lot more of what you do because then it'll say, okay, well, that type of person, my ideal client hangs out on LinkedIn, but you're spending five hours writing posts for Instagram. That's a waste of your time. Really niche down on your services, who they're for, um, and that will inform a lot more of what you do because then it'll say, okay, well, that type of person, my ideal client hangs out on LinkedIn, but you're spending five hours writing posts for Instagram. That's a waste of your time. So who, where are they? The who, what, when, where that we all learned in school. The only thing I like remember from English class <laughs> <laughs> is, is applicable to your business. Like who right, are they? Definitely. Where are they? When are mm -hmm. they there? Don't just send you know, spam to their messages. Nobody's going to read that. I hardly of ever course. do. Um, yeah. So I think that just, just, that just right there will set like, you know, that concrete down and then Definitely. you go from there. Definitely. Okay. Wonderful. That was such good advice. Like really niching down and bringing clarity to what you're, what you're going into. Follow up with that question for maybe someone who's on a little bit of the other end of the spectrum and they want to enter the marketing world, but don't have experience yet. And maybe right now they're at that stage of their life where they just want to get experience in marketing, maybe experience with Shopify or e-commerce, or they want to work for a marketing agency to gain some experience, maybe an internship or something along that, those lines. Where do you recommend that they, first of all, get some of the skills that they need to become employable so that a marketing agency actually wants to work with them so that they're not just coming with no experience? And if you, for example, were hiring, what would be like some of those like top three skills that you'd be looking for in an employee? Marketing is yeah. not about book smart. It's about street smart. It really yeah. is. The people I've jived with the best and the people with whom I've created the best, most expensive national campaigns that were successful yes. were just street savvy. I hired someone once a long, long time ago, totally on, you know, at one of the jobs <laughs> and um, it was for like marketing and graphic design and all this. And like, they didn't have an Instagram. I was like, okay, <laughs> but you need Instagram, <laughs> you yeah. know, if you're starting out and you don't have a lot of funds, you don't want to spend a lot of money. I would look at like all the free resources. Like, for example, if you're here in Vancouver, the library has, um, it used to be called lynda.com, which is now like on LinkedIn for a monthly yes. subscription, but the library has it for free. So pick up, like, think of, okay, well, what do you like to do? Do you want to do SEO or do you want to do social media marketing? Do you want to do, you know, are you a developer? Do you code, um, et cetera. So pick the, pick the thing you kind of want to start your niche with and learn it on all kinds of free resources that are available. There's tons of free trials out there. Start with a free trial on Shopify, for example. Start your own shop build it from scratch um, and then see if that's where you want to put your energy and learn more. Because once you're on Shopify, there's learning things and um, learning um, modules. And those are all free on Google. Like if you Google 
um, how to develop an app for Shopify, it will be there and it's all free. If you wanna learn, um, definitely Google Ads has a free program online, do that. There's just so much information out there. Just know what you wanna learn and then find it through the web, the, the vast web and learn it there. And then that way you're like, oh, I already have my Google certification or I have my Hootsuite certification. HubSpot has certification and that is also free. So use those to beef up your resume. Um, and with that, you'll learn all that street savvy that I'm talking about because if you're doing a HubSpot certification, you're gonna learn all those things through it. Um, who else has one? SEM Rush has one. So yeah, tons there. Um, learn what those are, mm -hmm. learn that software. And it's so true when you're first starting out, like there's so many different specialties and maybe you're not 100% sure what you wanna focus on, whether that is in the e-commerce space or SEO, et cetera, et cetera. So I loved what you're saying in terms of like, you can just stay on top of trends, keep updated with the times, keep updated with Instagram and TikTok and what is happening in the digital world so that you kind of are gaining that street savviness. Um, and all of the take advantage of the free learning, the LinkedIn learning and SEMrush and everything that you just mentioned, that is so valuable. I really hope everyone who's listening, who wants to enter the marketing world, takes that to heart and can apply some of that because yeah. at the end of the day, it's not yeah. a huge commitment. You're, you have to complete a free course. And at the end of the day, you're either going to decide that you love it or that it's not for you and you kind of move forward from there. So thank you for that yeah. answer. The thing is like, I've bootstrapped my entire life including right. my business. And so, right. you know, now I know like how much I want to spend per month in like, and you end up spending a lot for subscription to this. So like, because you also want to make your life easier. So it's like, mm -hmm. what's going to be in my accounting software? Is it a CRM as well? Yes. Done. You know, stuff like that. So Definitely. yeah, I'm all about finding the best one. And that's what the free trials are for. Amazing. So for moving into 2021, um, what do you think are some new sort of trends in the digital marketing world? Do you think, do you have any projections of major changes? I know that Facebook, Instagram is now changing their tracking um, policies. Um, what, what do you think is going to be a big change in this upcoming year? Definitely 2021. It's like, so much more important to build connections like that's what everyone is saying what all the trends are saying is it's now yeah. about building connections and I think someone uh, maybe Seth Godin I think it was Seth Godin a long time ago said you're not selling a product you're selling a feeling and yeah. now more than ever because apples to apples everyone is online so how are you going to stand out you're going to build that connection so yeah. even if it's like Old Navy versus Gap, even though they're owned by the same people, but like, <laughs> you know, like, how do I feel buying something from you versus how do I feel something from you? So yeah. really, it's about like, somehow building a connection. And what I say to people, my clients included is, your website is like your home. So give me a reason to stay. It better be nice. It better be clean um, mm -hmm. and inviting, right? So it's it, one, it's the connection. The other trend, yeah, the tracking. And I know in Australia, they're like, removing all kinds of like information from fate. Like you're not allowed to mm -hmm. share a lot more information in Australia, for example, we're being more cautious with how we present ourselves, but while building a connection, I think the, the best thing to do if you're an entrepreneur and you want to get into it um, in any industry, really 
agility, you know? Yep. And I hate to use sports references because I'm not like big on watching tons <laughs> of sports. But if you watch an NBA game or an NFL game, when you yep. see a dude like jump over this other massive guy that just fell on the ground and he's still <laughs> running, that's what you kind of have to keep in mind. You go, well, how am I going to get over it? You got to be agile over because predictability is also a bit of a plan, right? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Like right now on Instagram, they're um, reducing visibility for anyone that shares a story, uh, a video that has the Mm -hmm. TikTok logo on it. Well, and there's all these lessons on how to like make it so that you you remove that logo or you just expand your video so the logo is gone. And it's like, it's exhausting. I know 21, it's this year's going to be exhausting. (laughs) Right, right. (laughs) Like between trying not to get canceled and getting visibility (laughs) on on social media, it's going to be exhausting. It already is. Um, Do you have anything specific in your mind that you think you'd like to talk about our last little tidbit for all the Venture Vibe listeners that you think would be valuable to Um, them, something that they can walk away with from today? Yes. One last thing. Find your people and who you're going to listen to and then block everyone else out. Because when you, there's going to be, there's so many voices all the time. This world is so noisy. You kind of have to not put full blinders on, but almost like compartmentalize. These are my people. This is the voice that I'm going to listen to for business advice. These are the people that I'm going to go to for those platitudes that might get me through a really bad day. (laughs) You know, all they have to offer is positive quotes and whatnot. That's fine. Maybe you will need that. That, uh, That's actually what sometimes you just need to read a good quote and you're like, (laughs) all right, I'm going to move on. (laughs) Maybe plaster them all over the walls. Um, But, but yeah, just that the voices are so critical because someone could say to you, well, do you have this in place? Do you have that in place? What is your plan? Where are you going to go? But they've never owned a business. They will never own a business because they're alpha types that have a nine to five job and I'm happy for them. But um, I think it was Amy Poehler in her book, Mm-hmm. that's good for you it's not good for me and you have right. to really kind of go into your space and be confident enough to go thank you for that advice I really really appreciate it um I will take it into consideration and move I, along um, yeah, you can't listen because to everyone the, everyone has advice mm-hmm. yeah everyone has advice including me like I'm at a point where I say to my friends I'm about to give you some advice because I feel like I know everything, but I don't. So take it or leave it. You know, I have this like long right. preface <laughs> because uh, because I'm not living their life and they're not living mine. And yeah. the consequences that I have to suffer, like facing the lowest grossing month, I'm going to have to live with that. I'm the one that's going to have to figure out how to reconfigure my finances based on the advice that they give you know what I mean so really really be clear with on who you're going to listen to that includes what types of podcasts and I'm sure this one's going to be fantastic so (laughs) listen to this one but uh but you know find the voices so if there's a super critical voice that's keeping you down move along if it's you know and if it's really helpful to the person it makes them feel good for giving you advice thank them and move along, you know? Yeah. yeah. Yes, definitely. Okay. Amazing. That was such a good last tidbit for everyone to take away with them for sure. Thank you so yeah. much for sharing so that. Happy. So yeah. 
Yeah, very. Thank you so much for being here today and sharing everything with everyone. Um, that was such good insight into what your journey looked like behind starting your own company, like starting, Gross. stopping, starting again, <laughs> and like the, what that journey looked like. It's obviously not always sunshine and rainbows, as you've told us. And if it's something you really, really want, you got to believe in yourself and jump in with two feet. And I think that's such a good message for everyone to walk away with. And I'm sure your story definitely resonated with a lot of listeners and. I'm sure they may maybe have follow-up questions with you, or maybe it's someone who already has their own business and they're interested in hiring you. So if someone does want to connect with you, what is the best way that they can find you? Um, you can always email me um, at Miriam at caffeinatedmediasolutions.com or um, follow me on Instagram and send me a DM, caffeinated underscore media. I'm always happy to chat or just visit my website. All my information is there and that's caffeinatedmediasolutions.com. Okay, wonderful. And I'll leave a link to that in the show notes so people can easily connect with you. But thank you again for today. That was so wonderful. Uh, Thank you so much for having me on and giving me this opportunity. I wish you luck. I wish everyone luck. It's going to be, you know, it's uh, 